Hello, beautiful people. Hello, hello, hello. I am Jared, the football genius Burgess. And I am Stephanie Fitzpatrick, aka the Advantage Coach. This is episode 175 of the Field to the Real podcast. Yes, yes, yes. And if you remember from last week, yep. we had a Who's Really Right that we did, and we gave you the Who's Really Right that we're going to do this week. So yep. without further ado, <laughs> <laughs> let's jump right in okay who are our cinderella teams in college football this year now, all right this conversation kind of started because i think we had mentioned cincinnati and how that team was cinderella of last year and they kind of jumped into you know the, the college football top four yep in the playoff mm -hmm. and they didn't look so well um, against Alabama, uh, they didn't do horribly, but you know, no, they, they were didn't. overmatched. They well, were overmatched. I'm gonna just say it's the SEC, but anyway, uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> grown men versus so, everybody else, but okay. Who do who do you have as your Cinderella for this year? I am not budging from that same team, Cincinnati. Oh, really? Okay, really. I feel like they kind of got a groove going right mm -hmm. and and in fact they have their whole o-line that came back so they have all of their starting o-line back mm. and you know how that cohesiveness can really help in 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 moving forward and going yeah. to the next level like right because um i feel like that's where they shined last year yeah that's where they shined. And so I feel like as long as you're putting that same group back together to do what they did, because you'll appreciate this, linemen don't get the credit they deserve mm -hmm. for their part, because it's always the skilled players that get right. the recognition. But that line mm -hmm. is so critical, offensive and defensive. So I feel like they got a, you know, I feel like they got a, pretty good shot of because they're ranked 23 right now mm -hmm. going into the season right. and I feel like they got a pretty good shot as long as the mojo is still there yeah. um of making it back uh the only other team that kind of kind of was on my mind a little bit I'll just throw this out here is like my extra since Cincinnati was kind of the team we talked about was mm -hmm. I <sighs> And I let me put the caveat. I, I want to see. I want before I will. The reason I didn't pick them, and before that, I will give them this crown of possibly a Cinderella team. Um, is UNC, but they played Fam yesterday. They played Fam yesterday, yeah. And Fam, first of all, we already know the the disparity. The mm -hmm. But we also know they had like 20 players. 25 players. Who were 25 missing. players missing yeah. yesterday. So um, I'm not basing it off of that performance yesterday, but I am mm -hmm. saying that I feel like they got some some juice. Mm -hmm. And I just want to see them play. I don't want to, no disrespect to family. Mm -hmm. 
but I want to see them play somebody that's on the same. Yeah. Yeah. To really that. see where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I went with my heart. Of course you did. <laughs> Am I going to is this Maryland? I'm choosing the University of Maryland. Oh my God. <laughs> but but I, so part of the reason is I feel like um, Talia, who is Tua's little brother, yes, was able to kind of turn the corner at the end of last season. Um, okay. And yeah, I think uh, I think that he will be a lot better, and I think the team will be a lot better. They um, they did pretty good in recruiting. Obviously, they recruit any you know they're 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 not a top 10 recruiting class or anything like that, but I think they recruited some really good players. Um, they were able to keep a lot of the good players from the state of Maryland. Um, and so I, I, I can see them, you know, kind of taking a, a step this year. Okay. Um, when I say Cinderella, I'm not saying. Okay. I was, I was just about to ask four. you, what does that mean? Not in that top four, but I think okay. that they will, when I say Cinderella, they are going to go to a bigger bowl than they probably would have. I wouldn't say that they are going to win the Big Ten, but I mm -hmm. think that they would be um, one of those teams in the Big Ten. Okay. They may, they may, I got to look and see what the divisions are. <laughs> I can't remember if they're in the division with Ohio State or not. Yeah. One would hope. That's all I can yeah. say. Mm -hmm. So my pick is with my heart. Oh, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> I'm going to just say, okay. I'm going to yeah. just say, okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to just say, okay. This is going to be one of those that we, we got to come back to at the end of the season. Uh, and we're going to put a pin in it. And we'll we'll take a look at how they finished up. Um, okay. And what they absolutely look like. absolutely love it. Yeah. So you I'm guys let us know who you guys think are really right. You can obviously choose your own Cinderella team yep. or you can, um, or not or, but and you can let us know uh, which of our teams that you think um, will be the Cinderella team. Oh. I, I, know, I know that um, I don't have to worry about anybody <laughs> <laughs> choosing with me. You saw one. my face like, yes. you that? okay. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm just saying, you know, okay. Just to put it out there, you can tell <laughs> us that you case, agree with Stephanie. It's other people who got a heart for the university. Uh, yeah, <laughs> all five of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah, let us know who's really right. Yes. Rogan topics. Yeah. All right. So, what is going on with Jimmy G? What is happening? What are they doing? Because I feel like maybe you don't trade him to the Seahawks because they're in your division. Yes. Right. But they could have traded Jimmy G to somebody by now. And they haven't. And so I'm wondering, do they just not want to trade him? Do they want him to be the backup? That's not what they're doing. He's not even dressed in the play. He didn't play this entire preseason. I know he was hurt, but he's back. Yeah. So he. Oh, oh so okay. I mean, literally, like he had shoulder surgery in the offseason. Hurt. He's been practicing by himself. 
Oh, okay, so maybe they're just waiting for a deal to get done. Um, like kind of one of those emergency things where somebody quarterback goes down. I don't think yeah. it'd be wise for the Browns to trade for him. You know. Well, they, they got to do something. You got 11 games without Deshaun. Yeah, I think you stick with Jacoby because I feel like Jimmy G probably won't be that big of an upgrade. Not from Jacoby per se, no. But also considering what you'll have to give up. Right. To get him. No, so I, I agree. I agree. Um, no, I do. I But I, I, this dude... I can't. I was trying to. Sorry, I was trying to think of a a team where he might start, and I don't know one. But I think he'd be a formidable backup somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so, if y'all are not gonna use him in that capacity, then find a man. Some you know, you know how I feel about you know mm-hmm. how I feel about yeah. they coach yeah. anyway. So it's some some it's always to me some shady. You what are you doing? Yeah. Like what are you doing? This don't feel good. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. right. And and it, yeah. So I it just, feels like they're holding him hostage. Yes, you're mm-hmm. holding this man hostage, and it's not. It it feels Deshaun Watsonish, and for what reason mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. For what reason I don't know, but and it doesn't matter what it is. This is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully he he finds a situation soon. Um, He'd be a they, great they, backup. They, they, can't, they can't cut him. You know. Um, yeah. And I, honestly, I think he could still be a starter somewhere. I don't know what team it'll be, though. I, so. It, oh, well, no, they just got Baker. Yeah, no, I don't know what team. Yeah, that's, and that's what I was thinking. I was like, I feel like he might have been a better choice you know, and a better choice than baker for carolina absolutely but he wasn't on the market again he's being held hostage you know where i think he he may depending on how he plays in the first few na- few games i think that uh he could possibly be um an insurance plan in case james winston doesn't work out I thought about the, the Saints. Mm-hmm. I did. I thought about the Saints. Yeah. Well, I mean, either way, I need them to. This is just, it's just, it doesn't look good. It's not yeah. a good aesthetic right now. That's all right. I can say. It just doesn't no, look I, good. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So this Fernando Tatis Jr. story. Ugh, I'm um, disgusted by this. I'm sorry. I, so, okay, wait, give me, give me your feeling on it because. I, I kind of no. You got to tell people what the story is first. Okay, um, so <laughs> basically, he he tested positive for performance enhancing drugs, and he's been suspended. And eighty so, games, right? Eighty. Eighty games, right? Okay, but that means yeah. that I I think that means that it wasn't his first offense. I don't so know I about that. Get, I don't think they get eighty games right off of the bat. With baseball, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Well, so um, he had a press conference and he apologized um, and he let people know that he was taking um, something um, to treat, was it? Uh, some kind of some skin. Because skin skin, at first they could brought it out as ringworm. He was like, no, it was some skin thing he had. Right. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> and so he apologized. And so I'm assuming that um, you don't like the fact that he apologized for it. So when it first happened, he came out, and, and I think this is the problem because it felt cancel culture, culture period, mm -hmm. <clears throat> has this way of making people feel like they gotta um, apologize, like they gotta feel bad about something, right? So if it was a purely, so when it first happened, he came out, he was very matter of fact about, the, about it. Like, I didn't take anything that was, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I literally just accidentally took something that ended up getting in my skin and this is why this this is why I tested positive right. feeling very unremorseful right. in his response right that wasn't good enough for people mm -hmm. because they needed him to feel bad about it right I'm not <clears throat> saying that it is not his responsibility as a professional athlete we've had these conversations before right. about is I understand it's their, it's their duty as a professional athlete to check the things that you are ingesting or putting, rubbing, whatever it is that can affect you on the field, whether that's through, not necessarily that it's really enhanced, because I don't know that rubbing something on your skin is really enhancing your ability to play the game. But either way, um, so I feel like he was forced into apology. And is that a sincere apology at that point? Right. That's the first part. Because I don't feel like he, he really, I don't feel like he needed to apologize. If he's really telling the truth mm -hmm. and he just rubs some stuff on his skin and accidentally got him, I don't know if you need to be telling people I'm sorry. For what? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I think you said it. You know, I, I think that, I mean, accidents happen. You know what I'm saying? But I think that, as a professional athlete, um, because you have to be so diligent about what goes in on around your body as it pertains to, you know, not consuming, ingesting something that's on that banned substance list. Um, I was okay with the apology just because it's like, like it, it's your duty to know, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, on the same side of that, like, like accidents happen. I know for me, I'm not carefully looking at any package, you know what I'm saying, to see, you know, I'm oh, itching. This has this I, in it. I'm itching. Something is itching. I need to do something. Right. But at the same token, I understand apologizing to the fans and saying, like, listen, while I didn't know this, you know, it is my job to kind of know. Especially But that's since not what the apology was. Did you see the apology? No, nah, I didn't see. I didn't see the. Uh, That's not what the apology. It wasn't. It. He didn't go back to his original. Like, oh, mm -hmm. you know, I should have. He, he was. It was literally. And then this is what I think made it rub me the wrong way even more. Is he was in the dugout, and then the I think it was the GM mm -hmm. was sitting next to him, like he needed a babysitter. Oh yeah. Like you're gonna okay, say what saw, he needs you to say, or we gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not. You're not, you're not really disgusted with the him apologizing per se it's the kind of the show of it you know what i'm saying where it's like a well we're going to roll out the gm and we're forcing you to apologize pretty much and because we're forcing you it's not really sincere it's just we're going through some it. motions we're checking the okay. box we're checking the box because right 
I feel like his stance in the beginning was, I don't have anything to, I, I can apologize to the fans for making a dumb mistake, mm -hmm. but I don't have anything to apologize for like I did something wrong on purpose. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like that was his stance on it and he should have just stuck with it, but they probably made him. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like that part, yeah. I don't like that. Like y'all forcing yeah, him, force it's him fake. Back. It's okay. not real. It's just going checking a box. Right. It just didn't feel good. I just was like, really? And you can look, it was it was painful watching the pain on his face. Because he, he didn't want to do it. It just felt like he was like, if if they could have stuck a stick up his behind and been he'd been a puppet for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for real. Like that's how it felt. It just didn't feel like him. It didn't feel sincere. I don't like how this has gone down. If if he was doing something that, if it had been anything where he was like ingesting something on purpose, all of this, okay. But like, I feel like because I know they have to be held accountable, I get it. We've had that, we just talked about this. But so, when does logic come to play with some of these decisions? Like, yeah. clearly this man was having some issue and he just was trying to take care of it and it's a bazillion things on that substance list mm -hmm. i, I might have missed that yeah i'm just saying anyway yeah. anyway he's lost his deal with adidas I, what is, yeah yeah i feel like that's cancel too much. culture just too yeah. much too much i'm sorry that's that's too much um, all right, so this next story, you're gonna have to tell me a little bit about it. Oh, I love it. Because I didn't see <laughs> I love one. it. I said, oh, I need a sword yeah, just I, a little bit. <laughs> I love it. So a high school, um, yeah. the coach allowed the moms to dress out, put and get padded up. Yep. And do tackling drills with their kids. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the best, Jerry. I promise you, it was the best. I was yeah. like, oh, can we do this as like educators? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Anyway, but yeah, so this coach thought it was um a good idea to like have it wasn't for it wasn't for the reason I'm liking it. It was for the mm -hmm. purpose of the parents getting an idea of what mm -hmm. it's like for their kids out there on the field. And so they they were very safe. Like they they had this big, what do they call those things that you fall onto? Like the, oh, the, the foamy like the, thing, the, you know, the foamy yeah. thing. They had one of those uh -huh. and they would put the kid in front of the foam thing and mom would just probably about 20 yards out, just straight run and uh-huh, tackle. Oh, wow. Yeah, you could tell who was mad at they stuff. Uh huh. <laughs> I got I got to search for that. I got to see that. <laughs> I was like, oh boy. <laughs> so, oh man. No, it was great. I said that had to be so cathartic. Like that had to be therapeutic for them. Like I'm mm -hmm. like, what? I'm sure. And then they were so cute because I mean the one mama when I tell you, they even the commentation about it. The that uh, it was on the news. Mm -hmm. And so the newscaster was like, the one mom, she had on like some biker shorts and her little, and she had the stuff on. Mm -hmm. When when she tapped her son, she tapped him so hard, they both like felt 
all the way onto the phone thing. Like he decleated him. She took him off his feet. Like it was. <laughs> you done made your mama been, mad. <laughs> your mama is mad at you about uh, something, son, right. because she took you out. And that's what they were saying. Like some of these mamas tackling, like they need to be out here playing. Oh, it was great. It was great. I loved it. This could have been a feel good final thought, but it was right. this, yeah. this is this, I loved it. I was like, ooh, more people need to have this option. So yeah, it was cool though. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I gotta check that out. <laughs> yeah, I got so I gotta find two stories for you. Pete Carroll yeah. and this one. I'll find yes. them for you. Okay. Real roll call. Yep. All right. Here we so go talk about him got, again. We got three. And we're starting off with KD once again. More. So um I'm gonna set the clock. Yep. And so Katie is staying in Brooklyn now. Mm-hmm. And more info has surfaced. <laughs> Seems like he only asked for Sean Marks and um Steve Nash to be fired so that he could bolster his trade chances. Um, well, clearly that wasn't a smart move because it didn't happen. But what do you think about it? And go. I think it's disappointing because I really like Katie. I don't think he's a bad person, but I think he may be somebody who is easily influenced by others in some ways and um, just doesn't make always make the best decisions necessarily i don't know if this was advice from your agent it was horrible it just doesn't look good because it's beyond just you being a good player now people looking at you like you're messy so i i I just don't understand (laughs) like i'm already you know you just signed this deal last year you could have not signed it but like what happened in the year that made you want to get traded and so, like, basketball, I think, is going to begin to lose steam because of this. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they're in a really good place now, and I, I just don't want them to go backwards. Right. That was good. Look at that. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Look, right on the, right right on the, on the uh, dot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, I love this next one. Yes. Serena is getting ready for her last hurrah. Yes. Do you think that she's going to win the U.S. Open? And go. Let me say this because I'm thinking with my heart and not my head. I mm-hmm. I want her to. I hope she does. Um, I think she got some stiff competition. There's some really good young players out. Young, that's yeah. that's keep young players out there. But she's still, she's still a beast. But I don't mm-hmm. know that she got enough juice left. I don't know. I think, and obviously this is an individual sport. <laughs> and not a team sport like Mm -hmm. basketball. Mm -hmm. But I think that she's going to put, because it's the last hurrah, she's going to put on one of those Kobe Bryant-esque performances. Oh, that'll be awesome. Yes. And she's going to blow through the field. Okay. And walk off with a a U.S. Open title. In her career. With her, what is it? You said 26? 26? No, 27. I can't remember. I thought thought she was at 26 now. Yeah, that's what it is. Maybe it's 27. Yeah, Yeah. 27. Either way, 
I hope you're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. Huh? Go out on top, boo. Right. I want that for her. Yeah, yeah. That. All right. 2024 Olympics is going to now feature breakdancing. Do you think that the world viewer is ready for this? And go. No. <laughs> you can have the rest of the time. <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs> no, but no, I do um, not. I think that they are grasping for straws because I read the whole article and basically mm -hmm. the, the Olympics are not being viewed as much as they used to be. And the demographic is definitely an older demographic and they're mm -hmm. trying to pull in these younger people by bringing this abroad. And I don't know that you, what is it? I just, what are y'all going to be judging people on? I just, and what countries are participating in this? Oh, it, I, I've definitely seen, uh, I don't know if it's Japanese. I'm just gonna say China. Asian I know culture. it's Chinese. Yes. Yeah. They, it's an they, Asian they get thing to it. too. I know. Yes. But yeah, I, I can do without this. I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm not, not watching. watching. Yeah. I'm not watching. It's okay because y'all. This just feels like y'all grasping at straws, pulling yeah. anything. Like really? Yeah. Go ahead with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. We uh. All right. We had uh, three topics. We did we kinda, it. We kind of breezed through that. Yeah. <laughs> we normally don't, we normally not that good. We were like on time. Right. On the for end, each one. Good. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. We being efficient today. Right. Mental health moment. Yeah. That's a little yeah. different today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and upon reading this and um, kind of taking a look at this story in particular, um, <sighs> I was disappointed, you know, Very. that. You know, I mean, we shouldn't be shocked at stuff like this, but I'm still like, you know, in 2022, like really, you know, so Duke, yeah, a Duke volleyball player, um, the only black starter was racially harassed and threatened by uh, a fan, um, a BYU fan, Brigham Young mm -hmm. University during a round robin tournament um, this past Friday. Now the fan has been banned, uh, but the trauma from this incident and, and incidents like this um, can't be removed. Like, what do we do about this type of stuff? Like preemptively. That's the hard part. Like, what what do you do other than prepare people? Yeah. I guess you can prepare people, uh, understanding that the possibility that this may happen will come. I think the thing that you do specifically for a situation like this, because it's it causes trauma and um, what you can do to kind of, you're not going to prevent the trauma, but what you can do to curtail the effect of the trauma mm -hmm. is um, making sure that we are uh, letting our <sighs> brown and black people know their worth, yes. ensuring that our young people understand who they are unequivocally and unapologetically. And so therefore, when you hear things like what was thrown at this young lady, mm -hmm. <clears throat> you don't, <clears throat> excuse me, you don't get rattled by it yeah. because you know who you are. Mm -hmm. That's I, it. I, I, I love that. Actually, <clears throat> I love that response because it's one of those things where it's like, we can't do anything about other people. Nope. We can kind of only change us and kind of fix 
you know, within. Absolutely. That's one of my huge, huge things as a life coach and even as a, a mental health counselor that I, I'm a, Stephen Covey um, has mm -hmm. the circle of control. Yeah. And so always telling people about this, I'm, I'm, because it's a game changer, honestly, in the circle of control. And when you realize that the only thing you have control over are you yourself and you, <laughs> mm -hmm. then the things that other people do don't tend to affect you. That circle then becomes a, a boundary for you yeah. to say that if this isn't something that I caused or I did or I made happen or I said, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Then I can, even if you said something, even the reaction is not, it's outside of your control. Right. So I just feel like if we can teach them, but I feel like the, the, first, the first step is seeing the value in yourself so nobody can nobody can talk you out of right who you are nobody can make you feel any kind of way about yourself if you mm -hmm. are first secure and comfortable in who you are so making sure that we we show people the value that they bring to the table and having them know who they are so that when situations like this happen then you're not unfazed because again it's trauma mm -hmm. but you're unfazed much less yeah. And I don't know how she reacted. That article did not speak about it, mm -hmm. but I just know that it had to be an uncomfortable situation for her. Yeah. And I'll say this in my last part. I, I, this was one that I was like, oh, we finna. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> shame on you. Mm -hmm. For anybody who was sitting around this person and did not check him. Mm -hmm. or her I assume it was a him I think yeah, it was a, yeah, I think it was a <clears throat> shame on you yeah. that's it <clears throat> that's I, the only I, way things are really going to change we start people need to start checking these people instead of just sitting around being afraid of what they're going to say to you if you say exactly. something to them what, but, but they're being abusive to another human being we got to bring back shame Yeah. You know, you can't shame anybody for anything. No, you can get shamed. Is a lot of a lot of acts are shameful. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. They need to be yeah. It just it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. That was my like initially was all of the emotions of because I've been the only black person in a space a lot of times. And been and 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 because of trauma that I've not even experienced personally, but but because it feels like it's hereditary trauma. Yeah. Been worried about what would happen <laughs> in those spaces. Sorry, y'all, I got a little something going on. But worried about what would happen in those spaces, being the only black person. Mm -hmm. That just doesn't feel good. Yeah. And now the joke to all of this is, because <clears throat> it was the first thing I thought until I read the article clear, <laughs> to clarify. So this person was sitting in the student section, was not a student though. I, in my head, I'm thinking, Brigham Young, oh, well, they just sexually frustrated and they just got to take it out on somebody. <laughs> so I'm done. That was my joke. All right. <laughs> that was wrong with you. 
Oh man, well that I mean, was my joke. I'm sorry, y'all. Don't pay they, me any attention over here. They they do have a a no uh fraternizing <laughs> yeah. at their school. So absolutely. No, yeah. that was a joke, y'all. But that, nothing about this story is funny. But I yeah. that was the first thing that hit my head, like, oh, this student just they, they frustrated. See, that was the <laughs> mental health counselor and me thinking about like what's wrong with them. But what I, oh, I don't man. Get it. Sorry. No, no, we all good. All right. Yeah. Feel good for the thoughts. Yeah. Um, so this one, and I'm gonna add to it. This one uh, okay. was a was a good one. Um, Sierra Monica and her oldest daughter accompanied Vanessa Bryant um, for the trial against the LAPD for leaking um, the photos. Um, yeah. I can't imagine why anybody would want to do this, but they took photos of the helicopter crash wreckage. Um, and leaked the photos. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Vanessa Bryant ended up winning $16 million um, in this case, in this civil trial against the LAPD. Mm -hmm. um, and so to add to this story, yeah, she decided to donate all of the $16 yep. million. Now, I don't know who she donated yep. it to, but I just heard that she <laughs> donated the entire amount. Mamba and Mamba Cedar. Okay, so she, oh, she did, okay. So she, she yep. donated to the Mamba and Mamba Cedar uh, Foundation. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and so just a great, I mean, obviously, be, because of what is it makes sense. shrouded in. Um, yes. Not a great story from that aspect, but no her you know being vindicated for the wrong that was done to her family absolutely um, and then her thinking disrespect so much, yeah um deciding to um, um deciding to you know um uh not give the money. Donate. But donate the money. I was trying, I couldn't find it. You find it. You <laughs> Decided to donate yeah. the money. Um, you know, because she would have been well within the right to keep it and do whatever she wanted. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you know? she was the one that felt the, that that felt the the trauma, the pain of what right. they did. Right. So this she money's gonna, <clears throat> this money's gonna go to helping so many people, you know. So absolutely. I love um, it. And I love it from the sisterhood. Yes. Of her friends right. going to court with her, standing by her side. I love that. <coughs> Sorry, y'all. Oh no, no, you all. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm I don't hot. know if you realize it, but I was like, I was like that about a week or two ago. I'm hot, and that's why it's happening. So just yeah. keep going. We good. All right. <clears throat> so shout out to uh, shout out to all of them, Sierra, Monica, absolutely, um, her daughter, her daughter. Um, yep. The Bryants, because she could have been like, "Oh, people are gonna think I'm just trying to get over." Like, I right. love that she pursued it regardless. Like, I don't yeah. care what y'all think; it's wrong. Right. So I love it. Yeah, good for her. All right, show picks. Yeah, She's watching. So I'm watching them quite a bit because, well, I won't say why, but anyway, <laughs> um, um, I've been hooked on because i had not been watching for a while hooked on episodes of the pivot okay. lately and 
the episode with Mike Tommy was hands down, even over the Michael Beasley, the best episode of The Pivot that I've ever seen. He dropped so many thought-provoking gems. Really? Oh my goodness. He is a freaking mindful genius. And he does it unapologetically. And I absolutely love this man. Yeah. And to see the relationship that he and Ryan Clark have. Yeah. Um, That that was was coach. Yes, that was was his boy. They still boy. Um, Ryan Clark, no, Coach Tomlin told the story. <clears throat> I think Shannon brought it up because he called. Shannon is out of pocket all the time. Yeah, okay. All the time. He talked about how they always picking at Ryan, calling him the sickly boy. He said, if he get a call, we got to go to the ER. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, anyway. Oh, my God. So Mike Tomlin tells the story of the time when they had to play in Denver. <clears throat> and Ryan Clark was upset because he couldn't play. That's right. Sickle cell, right? Sickle cell. So he yeah. the, the altitude. Mm-hmm. Because apparently the last time they played there, Mike Tomlin said he almost died. Exactly. So no, yeah. like no. Mm-hmm. And he said the thing that caught me in his story was him having to have a conversation with him about why he was not going to allow him to play. And he said, if you were my son, there is no way I would let you do this. And that was just, that is what you wanted a coach. Yeah. That's what you wanted a coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I loved it. I'm a big fan of Mike Tomlin. <laughs> He's terrific. Yeah. I'm telling you, just, I need, I'm going to go back and watch just so I can write down all of the little sayings he got, like, mm-hmm. they were like, coach, you don't feel like you're, um, you know, one of the greatest to ever do it, or like all these, after, he was like, I don't like being comfortable. So no, I'm not, mm-hmm. no. He was like, no, I don't even get into any of that stuff. He said, none of that matters to me. Mm-hmm. I, 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 this grind mentality, this, it ain't even a yeah. grind mentality. That's not what it is. It's an excellence mentality that he has mm-hmm. that I absolutely love. Yeah. I loved it. So that was, man, I sat and watched that and went just like, I couldn't stop. Mm. Yeah. So the irony in what you watched is <laughs> that you watched I'm <laughs> Athlete. Yeah. Yeah. So I, actually, the whole episode hasn't come out yet, uh-huh. um, but they put out a couple of teaser clips. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, they had Joe Button on this episode, and I think it was the perfect episode to talk about the podcast breakup. Cause I, I don't, oh. I hadn't heard it from Brandon's. Brandon's point of view. And so I still okay. haven't heard that part, but the teaser clip they put out, they kind of, Joe was kind of talking about because they both had kind of highly publicized podcast breakups mm-hmm. um, with their co-hosts. And so mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think this is going to be a really good episode. Some of what I heard from what Joe said, um, 
you know, I know a lot of people were upset with him um, and upset with Brandon Marshall too um, about, you know, the way things ended because yeah. nobody wants the dynamic to change. Right. Nobody um, likes change. Right. The sentiment <laughs> yeah. that I, I kind of got from just that teaser was that, you know, um, even with the way things ended up, for on both sides, for mm-hmm. the the pod, the co-hosts of the Joe Button podcast, for them to to land on their feet and have their own amazing platform that they're right. doing, and right. for the the guys who were on I Am Athlete to be on a pivot and have their platform that's doing well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, you can only hope for something like that, you know, because it yeah. would look a lot different if, you know either in either of those cases where yeah. that happened and all of the people that were involved didn't land over right there, yeah you know? no it would look bad you're right yeah, yeah it would look bad <laughs> it would look very bad I'm, I'm interested in in hearing brandon marshall's like version of it because we we got a little bit from channing fred and they don't they won't talk about it anymore unless yeah they refuse um, to talk about it anymore uh, but I, I'm interested in seeing it from their perspective. I mean, from his perspective. From, from, yeah. Because I I never was mad with Brandon and all of this. I think Brandon is misunderstood a lot. Yeah, definitely. I think that the same way we saw Brandon on the football field at times is the, is the transferred in the way he does business. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's misunderstood because it's passion. Right. And it just doesn't come out right all the time. Yeah. Yeah, but I would be curious to see. Yeah, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to check that out. I I really want to see that episode, um, but mm-hmm. I just haven't been. T- I haven't had the time to like really watch <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff. No, you have it's not. Just, like no. running from place to place to place yeah. every day. Yeah. Um, you good? We are at the end of another one. Step episode. I made it without passing out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, let's get you with that. No, I'm good. I just yeah. need some water, and I didn't bring any in here. It's hot. It's hot. I'm in Florida. Oh, okay. It's hot. Yeah. Florida in August. Exactly. It's just hot. <laughs> so it's holidays, but I'm good. <laughs> All right. If you guys want to reach out to us, you can shoot us an email. Whether you want to reach out to possibly be on the show, um, if you want to give us some feedback, hit us at our email. It's field the number two the real podcast at gmail.com. Um, reach out to us on our socials. Our Twitter account is field number two, the real P1. Our IG is at field the number two, the real podcast. Um, our Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok accounts are all field to the real podcast, like right there behind Steps Head. <laughs> no number two, the letters T-O. Um, you can go to our Facebook page. You can You can look at some of the videos on the page but we All prefer we prefer you to go to our youtube page absolutely um subscribe to the channel like share comment um all that good jazz absolutely all that good jazz yeah yeah this is episode 175 and we are out of here peace peace <laughs> Now put the cameras on me, 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 put the cameras on me.